Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips is going to be great. Presented by Telemore Do. Because when it's game time, it's telly time. Now, here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yes, indeed. It's the Great Clips post-game show presented by Tullamore Dew. And goodness gracious, what an example of uh, complimentary football. A great performance by the Bears. A dominant victory by the Bears. And uh, 0-13 for one Brian Hoyer as an NFL starter since he left Chicago low those many years ago. What do you say, fellas? Uh, not every week we get to celebrate a Bears victory, Patrick. You know what? I'm not taking this one first. I'm going to Olin. This was about all the O-line, <laughs> the receivers, the tight ends yeah, blocking, and the yak Hope yardage, man. Hope has to go first, man. Hope What's that? has to go Hope, first. No way. No you way, knew, man. man. <laughs> no, hey, hey, Pat, uh, to your point, fun to watch that offensive yeah. line. Uh, we wondered going into the game, Molly wondered out loud, how would they work together? So many different combinations. What will Lucas Patrick look like? What will Tevin Jenkins look like at right guard? How will Cody Whitehair respond to being benched? Hey, they went out there, they put on a show. Uh, Deontay Foreman set the tempo, ran the ball hard. Uh, nothing gets the sideline going, O-line going more than a running back who's fighting for yards. Hopefully he's healthy. Uh, Bajan, very efficient, Pat. Uh, give him all the credit in the world. We said before the game, if he won the game, if he went out there and performed like a professional, we'd give him all the credit. Uh, his family's enjoying it. 53 tickets he bought in the stands. Uh, that was a fun game to watch for the Chicago Bears for one week. For one week, the last time they won, I think it was September 25th, they beat Houston. Another game where they, I think they rushed for over 200 yards. Today they rushed for a lot of yards again, and they win the football game. And Olin, to me, it was all the O-line, the O-line and running back, right? But you got to give Tyson Bajan credit. I mean, that's yep. what, a, what an opportunity and a situation he walked into. And you brought something up in the pregame about pre-snap penalties, being efficient, being in control. They had one pre-snap penalty through three quarters. That's hard to do. And I, maybe I'll ask you later, Olin, as we get going. seemed like they went on one a lot to kind of simplify it. But mm-hmm. that's impressive. I mean, for him to do that, just to him to, you know, run in the can, 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 checking plays, getting Tyler Scott from the right side to the left side on the fade to DJ that unfortunately he didn't come down with, but he looked in control. And then some of the timely throws, what was it, the fourth quarter, third and six, hits DJ more perfectly before he takes, you know, gets out of his break. And, you know, I don't want, this isn't a knock on, well, I guess it is a knock on Justin Fields. That's stuff we really haven't seen from Justin Fields. We can't compare those two right now. I'm not going to go that far yet. But that kind of throw that we saw at that point of the game, that was big. Third and six, little out route, hit him in stride. Nobody could touch it except DJ goes out of bounds and gets the first down. But the entire game, he took what was in front of him. He played smart. The other thing we talked about was penalties right, and we talked about turnovers. They had zero. That's huge. I was extremely nervous about it. Said in the pregame, Nathan Peterman, I think, has an NFL record. His backup quarterback, five interceptions in one half. Hopefully he said, man, hey, I love your gunslinger mentality, but this thing's real out there. Don't catch the ball on the other side. Be smart. And he looked that way. It was a combination of both. But, man, that O-line, Olin, that, those are games where I would love sitting on the back of the bus with you guys and just see your guys smile. I know you're tired and you're hurting. But, you know, just to, to get the, you get the, uh, 
the, the readout after the game, you know, all the stats and all that stuff, and you look at yards per carry, total rushing yards, number of rushes, and you look at you guys, and you guys had the biggest smile on your face, and that was one of those games, and it was proud to see that O-line play that way. I understand yeah. that the only storyline is uh, is Tyson Pageant and the idea that there's a quarterback who's come from Division Two and now won an NFL game. Pretty extraordinary and uh, and really a, a great story. I'm sure we'll hear people telling us even in this uh, in, in this little post game show that uh, that you need to stay with them that if Justin Fields is healthy and can grip the ball, he's not coming back because this was so good. And, you know, I think the word you used was efficient, and I understand why that is. But to me, this is kind of the the Deontay Foreman game, right? I mean, good God, did he bulldoze people. And the offensive (laughs) line and the running game. And, I mean, as as, as much as you appreciate everything they did, that's not a conventional... NFL offense that is knocking the snot out of a team and and playing complimentary football and and the kid did great absolutely a great efficient did not give the ball away and it was huge very important but I I think Foreman had the game of his life yeah he was impressive I mean that that, that was the the energy of the team you know I think everybody like you said Owen you loved when you see running backs run that way. Thomas Jones was one of the, those guys. You could see you guys get energy off of him, and he would run through guys. Uh, it, it was just it was impressive. It was great to see the team go out and play the way they did. And then they also had, you know what, they had a lot of penalties, not the pre-staff penalties. I think they ended up with three, but they still overcame some of those. That says a lot about that team as well. And it's just fun, guys, to actually talk about another win. Um, and I'm looking forward to hearing what the callers say. And I think, yes, we are going to have a giant question. I think Tyson Bajant put it out there in front of all of us put it out there in front of the organization, the coaches, what do you do with Justin Fields? I thought he played efficient enough. He might have earned another game. Um, it's just you, maybe we go back and watch some more tape. There might be more question marks, but he played well enough to, you know, what not put 30 points on the game, but the team did, but put enough points on the game, uh, board to, to look like an NFL quarterback. I mean, for a young kid to come out there and do what he did, incredible. Uh, it, it was incredible. It really was. Yeah, I think Mark Sanchez did a nice job calling the game from a quarterback perspective mm-hmm. and, and talking us through what he saw from Bajan, uh going through his reads. And he said at one point, he said, look at that. He got to his fourth or fifth read, checked it down to Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman broke two or two tackles, yeah. I think, on a third and six and got a first yeah. down. And, and to your point, Pat, he piques your interest, right? And you talk mm-hmm. about, we talked about coming to this game. It's not like he's surrounded by all the guys the other quarterbacks were, are surrounded by that you would relate to Beijing. By that, I mean Kurt Warner. By that, I mean Brock Purdy, right? They're, they had some of the best players in the world at their positions around them. So today, like like Mully's saying, Deontay Foreman has a game of his life, right? Darnell Wright does okay against Max Crosby. We kept yeah, waiting did. for Max Crosby to ruin the game. Darnell Wright did pretty good against him. Borum struggled with some holding calls, but all in all, that offensive line uh, stepped up. The running back stepped up. Uh, all of a sudden, we see Tyler Scott. I'm like, man, like, like, uh, Getsy, you are not running a jet sweep to Tyler Scott on third and one. But he was, right? And Marcus <laughs> Peters decided that Tyler Scott might hurt him for whatever right. reason, and he wasn't going to tackle him on that play. But the Bears came out today. Bajan, I'll be honest with you, man, uh, just watching him today, he does pique your interest, right? Yeah. Like, why wow, he does yeah. get the ball out. He does put it in a nice spot there. You can see the, the quarterbacks who are great ones, they usually start out as game managers, letting guys around them make plays. So I don't know if, if they, if they uh, say, okay, you're ahead of fields, but I know they probably say this, Justin, take as long as you need with that thumb. Make sure you're completely 100%. Yep. <laughs> that, that's good coaching right there, Olin. That's good coaching. Yeah. Yeah, don't come back unless you're 100%. 100%, yeah. (laughs) There was an NFL report, uh, I believe, yesterday that he's gripping the ball better and he's getting ready. He could be back next week. And I thought to myself, well, he's probably gripping the hell out of it now after seeing that kid play. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Nothing nothing better than competition, right? Uh, Rob Marinelli told me when I started coaching, if if somebody is struggling, send them to the bench. They're the best friends. Have the bench talk to them. And have them watch their backup play. They come back more motivated than ever to do things the right way, to do the things that the coaches and the team need them to do. That could have just happened for Chicago Bears. Pat, 
I don't think there's anything better right now than what's going on there for their quarterback position with a guy like Bajan to, to play like he did, do the right things, uh, check it down. I'm not saying he played great. He's just very efficient. Uh, yep. He was in the pocket. He was dealing. He rolled out. He, he, he scrambled for first downs when he needed to. He did do the checks, although he wasn't killing it like Sanchez said, but he was saying can-can, which means you can run the play that they want to run. Seemed like he knew what to do. He was lining guys up when they were lined up wrong. Just an overall, man, uh, I don't want to go overboard, but just an impressive performance for a young quarterback from where he came from. You know, I, I talked, I joked about hope, right, going into this game, and I was yes. hoping that, you know, they'd win one. But my biggest thing, I was hoping we'd have a, a darn quarterback controversy, a question. You know what I mean? That you'd put these two Nothing guys, say, right, exactly. Now what do we have? And that's what we have. I mean, it's one week. I hope he can play one more week. You know, everybody, you know, if Justin Fields can be back, I don't know what's going to happen. But for me, I would love to see one more game and then see if he can stack some more games. Because everybody talked about Justin Fields, and we talk about is he the quarterback of the future, is he not? We always went back to, like, the Pittsburgh game, went back to this game or that game. We never went back to a series of games, right? We never did that. And that's one of the big questions I have about Justin Fields. We never went back and said, oh, remember that four-game set where he played really well and they unfortunately maybe lost because of this or that. We never had that. We would have one game here, a week or two off, and another game. All right, for Tyson Bajan, if he gets another chance to do it and puts together another good game and then maybe another one if Justin stays out, then you've got some real questions that are out there. And maybe you have some answers, which is a good thing for Ryan Poles. I'll tell you what. It, you know, we talked about this whole idea of the trade deadline closing in and who could go and who will stay Great game for for uh, for Jalen as well, right? I mean, if, mm-hmm. if there was any idea that you wanted to move him because he yeah. wasn't getting picks, I mean, he got two of them in one game. He had yeah. a pick six, and then he had another interception. And I know, it, you know, it's only one game, but I think it's just a reminder of how good that guy may eventually be and how much you need that kind of player on your team. Never let young guys walk out the door. Well, we talked about going into this game that how Mm -hmm. impressive that secondary last week was, even though Eddie Jackson was going to miss this game Uh, on film, Pat, they looked like they were close to elite. Like they could be a reason you win the game and you see Coach Flues leaning on them with man coverage, even leaving Tyreek Stevenson out there one-on-one with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams uh, argued about getting the ball and then dropped the one in the end zone. Actually, both of them, right? DJ Moore yeah. uh, uh, drops, uh, uh, drops uh, not drops, but Marcus Peters makes a good play, but you got to hold on to that ball. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, this secondary brisker, man, it's trying to remind me, uh, Pat, uh, of the safeties we've seen in this scheme, right? Yes. The Mike Browns, the John yes. Lynch, right? It's trying to remind you of guys like that who fly around, who hit people. Uh, uh, Gordon reminding me, always has reminded me a little bit, and I know it's huge praise of Rondé Barber, the way he runs mm-hmm. around there at the nickel back. So, this secondary uh, with Tremaine Edmonds, uh, with the interception today with T.J. Edwards, where he's playing, uh, include the linebackers in the secondary, in the back seven. A very impressive group right now at the level they're playing at and give them credit after they lost their defensive coordinator, who expertise is the secondary. They've yep. stepped up their play and they're playing at a high level right now and they're probably telling Coach Flues, put the defense on us, man. Send some blitzes. We'll cover these guys. Nice job by them today. I wondered out loud if they could match up with the Raiders' weapons. They sure did. Yeah, and we also talked, too, rewarding your own players. And we talked about the trade deadline, Jalen Johnson being one that would be a big one out there. With his play, if he continues doing what he's doing, if you let that guy walk, that says a lot in your locker room, like about Roquan Smith letting him walk, or not letting him walk, but trading him, that you need to reward your own. And if he continues to play at this level and be a top corner in the league, he, he deserved, like he went out there and was doing get paid, right? He, he needs his money. And it's, he's, he's a difference maker right now for the Bears. He made up for that, what, bad third and 18 PI call with two interceptions? Yes. I, I, I was screaming at the TV, but then he comes back and, you know, that's the life of a corner, right? You're going to scream at him, then you're going to love him more. And uh, he had a heck of a game. It, it was an unbelievable game for the Bears. Even Justin Jones got a sack. I mean, mm-hmm. good God, we haven't seen much of that. It, that's it the was, first uh, D-line one-on-one win. Wow. But you know, but you know what's funny about that play? It's it's what what happened to the Bears last week, right? He ends up on a running back, right? Because yep. you're yep. you're yep. pressuring in there, you're moving a five down, uh, you're confusing a line that look, 
Uh, they have their center. That center's been there for almost three years now, and they're still confused out there who has what when you can pressure the, the quarterback, when you have a kind of secondary where they can play man, you can move to, I think they moved to Buddy Ryan's old bear on that, de- on that play, and it blitzed somebody in the A-gap. Which is yeah. just, I tell you, for an offensive lineman, and it just sucks because everyone has one-on-one blocks, right? And you mm-hmm. got to decide on whether you're going to slide the line, turn the line. I won't bore the listener with all the calls, but they, a guy came free there because you put the O-line under a lot of pressure on the road in someone else's stadium with the noise to, to organize their protection scheme. And all of a sudden, Justin Jones ends up on a running back coming free. Hey, uh, Molly, I got to say something controversial. Sure. Is it time to start praising Matt Eberflus and his defense the last three weeks? Uh, I believe mm-hmm. so. I think he's done Do a you know what I mean? 15 points a game, Pat. 15 yeah. points a game the last That's, three weeks. He wow. deserves the credit, man. We ripped on him. I ripped on him. But you got to give the man credit. He took over the defense when he had to. And the improvement, it's seen. And you see it out there. And they're playing hard. And scheme-wise, too, he's adjusted. And I got to give him credit for that. They, they you know should what's funny stick is, with um, them as the defensive coordinator if they make a move at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is at the end of the game, they showed a picture of him, and I swear on the, the look on his face was, you can't kill me. Yeah. Right? Like he was just standing <laughs> on the end of yeah. the sideline like, you guys all trying to get rid of me. Uh, another, another stat, uh, listen, um, the Chicago Bears team in the last three games, right, like I think they have six takeaways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's big. That's yep. big for, for Coach Eberflus' yeah. scheme and what they've been doing, and they are playing. And I'm telling you, man, I, I, we said this in a pregame show. When you turn the film on and watch this secondary right now, uh, we took a lot of, I took a lot of credit away from Ryan Pose going into this game with his O-line plan, his quarterback plan. Uh, that's where he put a lot of his assets in that secondary, and you can see it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I think you're making a great point. I think that Eberflus has gotten this group better every game we've seen them. They're improving, and that was, again, when you start talking about complimentary football, no one wants to hear it, but when you're playing the way they play today where they're not turning the ball over and they're eating clock and then the defense comes in, some of those drives the offense had were just so efficient. You're getting first downs, you're staying on the field, and you're wearing down your opponent. It's it's like basic football 101. Yeah, let me. Those were so fun, Olin, when you guys were playing, when you guys were wearing on people like that. As a team on the sideline, yes, I spent a lot of time on the sideline watching those, and then just watching the clock tick down. You guys get down to the 40. I remember I would go over to Lance Briggs and be like, "Hey, man, you guys just sit over here. This O line, they're going to take the ball down and score some points." And they would have the biggest smile watching you guys eating up clock while they're sitting there just relaxing. And that was just, for the O-line inside of me, that was just fun to watch. And what was it, 8 minutes, 16 seconds? And Olin, let me ask, did they only run? I mean, I know they ran a bunch of different runs, but when you guys were running like that, had games like that, you would run like four runs, left, right, one, you know. And that seemed to me they just ran kind of the same run over and over, just knowing they could impose their will. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's actually it's a great point, right? And, and they lined up, guys, next to each other and it looked like it is sometimes three first round picks whether it be a 38 year old first round pick uh, whether it be two young guys in Tevin Jenkins uh, Darnell Wright and Mercedes Lewis but your first round pick for a reason right and, and yep. their athleticism and their size and their talent showed up a lot of times and, and Pat to your point uh, to get his credit he, he attacked the whole field early and made that defense uncomfortable right mm-hmm. they couldn't mm-hmm. just key in on that the middle of that offensive line they had to protect all 53 yards. And that's where guys get confused about the run game. When people say, you, you know, you just got to be able to run and get a yard uh, 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 no matter what. Uh, yes, if you make them defend the whole field, if you make the linebacker read more than one play, that is possible where you just run there for one yard. But they were, they were attacking those edges a lot with little tosses, Pat. And, mm-hmm. and credit to, like, the tackles, Borum and the tight ends and the receivers. You saw yeah. DJ Moore in there a lot today. Uh, they were blocking. Guys do like they understood their job. I'm sure last week we talked about that crack play. Oh, that Mooney, I think, missed the crack. A guy yeah. like Tyke Tobert, you heard Sanchez talking about him, how he's big on details. I bet he took that personal, Pat. It sure looked like that to me. Hmm. It sure yeah, looked it like that whole team was blocking today. But like, like we, you, we talked about, we tweeted out, O-line dinner is going to taste really good mm. this week, right? Mm-hmm. Credit to those fat guys up front, man. Credit to those guys. They went out there. They worked. They took, you know, Cody Whitehair, man. I mean, 
Uh, everyone had him bench. His career was over. He was the worst player in the world. All he did was prepare all week. He went out there today and he played. And now you see why in that building, they say a guy like him is a leader. Every day he's making people better because he took all his criticism. You didn't hear from him uh, uh, at all. All he did was work and go back to left guard and do us all a favor, Hallis Hall. Leave him there as long as he's in Hallis Hall. Yep. Great. Great stuff, Olin. Uh, we're going to come back we've had our opportunity to talk about the game we'll get to the phone lines a lot of people want to check in i'll be very curious uh how they feel about the quarterback how they feel about that game and how they feel about the future moving forward this is the great clips post game show on the score presented by telemore we're back with more of the great clip call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This post-game show, great clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Up the two, forming up the middle. The Chicago Bears behind an undrafted rookie from Division II march the field against the Las Vegas Raiders and score a touchdown. Well, this is just double teams across the board. And here goes Deontay Foreman. He knows exactly where to go. Downhill attitude type play. That's exactly what you want. That fires up this offensive line. That's had a ton of different combinations. They love to come out, double team right up front, and punch it in the zone. All right, it is the pregame show, the Great Clips pregame show presented by Tullamore Dew, and that is the first touchdown of the game for Dante Foreman. He really had one heck of a time for himself. Uh, guys, we've got a lot of people who want to check in. Let's start the conversation. 312 Let's start the conversation with Chris. Chris is in Evanston. Good morning. Or good morning. Good afternoon, Chris. What's going on, guys? It feels good when the team plays good. We get a win. Man, imagine what that secondary could do if we had some pass rushes on that D-line. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, the uh, this, this guy is a, second, uh, a Division II guy, undrafted. He had one week to prepare. You guys already know how I feel about Fields. Yeah, to me, it's <laughs> night and day difference. They, the coaches made a, a great game plan that they were allowed to stick to because we were winning the game easy, uh, where they, they, they didn't give them a lot of opportunities to make big mistakes. So that's great coaching to begin with. But to me, the eye test, you see this guy making a quick decision, reading the defense. He made some rookie mistakes maybe with, with a couple of decisions. But that one rollout he had when we were close to the end zone, he might have had a shot at the tight end, but he made a, short, a short-minded a sure decision. He said, I don't think I have any. Threw it away. I'm going to make the next play. That's why Justin Fields is on the sidelines hurt right now because he doesn't have that quarterback mentality. 
He thinks he's playing Madden. He he got he got really good results last year doing that, but it's not working this year. They know what you want to do. No one's as scared of you throwing the ball. I don't see any reason to put him out there. If he hasn't figured it out in three years, he's not going to figure it out in the next team. I was wondering what Chris was going to say. He's been calling for years and not yes. Justin, Justin Fields fan. And that's exactly what I – well, I said I was wondering what he was going to say. That's exactly what I thought he was going to say. And it's just – that's what's going to be interesting the next few weeks. And it's not just the questions and callers on this show and this station and next week. It's what's going on in Hallis Hall right now. Is Ryan Pohl sitting there like, huh, all right. Now my job just got way harder. Um, does that mean that, you know, he's – let's just – no, I don't even want to go that far down the road. But – you know, does that just mean it's got that much harder? But again, like we said, going into this game, this is what you wanted to happen. You wanted to have these questions. You wanted to have these problems. And I'm happy to be sitting here talking about it. Yeah, I, I think that's your point, Pat. Like you made that earlier, right? I don't think Ryan Pose thinks his job is harder. now. I think his job is easier, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to put pressure on his quarterbacks from a different angle. Now, everyone knows the mm. Chicago Bears need better quarterback play, right? And the things Bajan did today, some of the things, there was a third down, I think it was a third, third and five in the first quarter. Two things happened on that play. He went through his progression, and he found Tyler Scott for the first down, and Darnell Wright blocked Crosby by himself. Yeah. Right? Those are two young guys making big plays for the Chicago Bears. Uh, that time, everybody keeps saying Bajan gets the ball out. He held the ball for four seconds, right? He started his read to the mm-hmm. right side of the field, ended up back to the left, hit Tyler Scott in the middle of the field, but he showed you that quick release when he does have to get the ball out. So to your point, Pat, uh, like Chris said, now I can, I got to be honest with you. I can go through all of Justin Fields start starts and find him doing, find him doing the same thing. Now his release doesn't look as fast as Bajan, but he has some games like that. So what is the key in the NFL? You got to do it again. Yep. Um, so the totals here, uh, Tyson Bajan finished 21 of 20, yeah, 21 of 29 for 162 yards with a touchdown, 97.2 passer rating because no picks, huge. Mm-hmm. Right, but, but Chris kind of talked too, the eye test, right? It looked different. Justin Fields is a different player. I think it's, it's just, yeah. it's, it's not apples and oranges because it's still quarterback, but it just looks a little different. And to me, the eye test, he passed it. He looked very – kind of – I'm a little bit in awe of how comfortable he looked in his first start. Like, Olin, we talked in the pregame. How many guys were you in huddles with and how he dealt with the huddle? He looked like he had that completely under control. The line of scrimmage, he seemed like he was under control. Uh, the other thing, he kept his eyes up in the pocket, getting out of the pocket. He surprised me of how comfortable he looked. It reminded you a little of Kyle Orton, right? When Kyle Orton yeah. was young, just – he knew the things that, that he had to do at the quarterback position to keep the offense moving in the right direction. And look, they, they go tempo too, right? They go mm-hmm. tempo offense where the quarterback has to arrange a lot of things and call the plays at the line of scrimmage. I know he probably did that in college, so he's comfortable doing that. But it shows you at an NFL level, uh, the coaches are comfortable with him basically running the offense for them, right? Out there calling the plays. As you know, Pat, the quarterback runs a lot of a no-huddle-tempo situation. So little things like that, Pat, to your point, uh, just, just again, this kid, this guy, this kid, I'll call him a kid, this young man, <laughs> continues to be impressive when yep. he's on the field. Now the next thing he has to do is show us this on the road in somebody else's stadium. And the other thing, Olin, you've talked about it too, he's got more tape out there, right? So right. what is Staley going to do next week with a game plan of seeing what Luke Getzey's doing and how he's using him, and then can Getzey get better and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of tape out there now, four quarters a lot now of him, to see um, you know, a full game that he gets to start and gets the game plan to now be able to uh, scout him. It's funny. Let's try- uh, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, San- sorry, Valley, real fast. Sanchez said uh, he keeps rolling to his right, and I was on my call going, shh. Don't don't tell everybody. (laughs) Will they notice that? That's the question. Uh, Let's Uh, try John and Joliet. Hi, John. Good good afternoon, guys. Can I just use these words, calm, cool, and collective? Because that's exactly what I saw from section 150, row three, a quarterback that didn't have happy feet. He looked nice. Everything was nice. 
guys did their job blocking. I mean, it was a fantastic day, and I know it's one game to be happy about, but gosh darn it, it feels good to be a Bear fan going to a game and watching a win. It's just happy. The only thing I'm mad about is Mount Carmel has to pay St. Rita in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> uh, That's pretty enough, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, John, uh, Loyola's a tough team this year, man. And that, that was a tough game for them at Loyola. Mount Carmel, good team, coached by Coach Lynch. Uh, as you guys know, I helped Jason McKee at Carmel Catholic. They beat the hell out of us. That's a good football team down there. But to John's point, man, happy. And, he, and he's right. Uh, we just talked about the Temple offense, Pat. He is mm-hmm. cool out there. He is calm mm-hmm. and he is clear. He's, he's, he's confident in his abilities. Uh, people talked all week. Um, about how well he did at the press conference. Obviously, I'm not a big fan of that, right. but uh, he goes out there and proves me wrong today. You know, he goes out there and plays the way he talked about he would play. So, so you got to give him credit. Now, the offensive line, I know we could take credit for him somehow, but, but why do that today, right? Why do that today? The young man played good football. He did the things he had to do to win the football game. Only congrats to you too, right, conference champs? Yeah, man, you know, Jason McKee's been building that program. Uh, Jason McKee, former fullback for Chicago Bears for the listeners, uh, helped me, asked me to come up there and help him coach. Listen, they've been building that program for five years. Uh, I'm just along for the ride right now. They got a good football team up there that they've built for a while. But, yes, congratulations. We do coach up there. I appreciate it, Pat. But most of the credit goes to Jason McKee and the coaching staff that's been there for a while. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and uh, as you say, um, Loyola handled Mount Carmel on Saturday. That that was like the game of the year, right? Number one against mm-hmm. number two. So, I mean, it, again, hard to play on the road. I saw the kicker kicked like a massive field goal. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Somebody sent me tape of that. I didn't get to watch the game. I think it was uh, – I think it was on the U or something, or CW. I don't know where the hell it was. I couldn't find it. But at any rate, uh, it's a great time of year for the high school season. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm still in shock that the Bears won that game as handily as they did. It yeah. was as if, you know, they, they did. It w- I'm not saying it was effortless because they worked their arses off, but it seemed like everyone was a part of it. And it was like they they played like a complete game, as complete a game as I've seen them play in a while. Let, let me ask you guys this. Okay, going into the fourth quarter, they're up to 18. Games passed. I've been a little nervous. Yeah. I wasn't as nervous this game. And a lot had to do with the O-line and the way they could handle and run the ball and just the way the game was going. But was it, do you guys feel the same way? Yeah, I felt like that just because I was watching Hoyer play. You know, I watched him play and they wouldn't score. <laughs> that helped. Yeah, you don't have I mean, Russell Jacobs Wilson or somebody injured, else on the other side. Yeah. But, yeah. but you got to give credit to, like you're saying, Pat, I don't want to just say that about the quarterback for the Raiders. Uh, uh, the secondary made him really uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't know where to throw the ball. The coverage was tight. You could see they were close to some interceptions after that first yes. drive when yes. Devontae Adams got open. Credit to Rick Stevenson for, for mm-hmm. coming down yeah. on that slant pretty early in the game. Yeah, they. I, I mean, he dropped a touchdown catch. That shocked the heck out of me. I've that guy mm-hmm. has been beating the Bears for so long. I just, I, I was kind of stunned that he dropped that ball in the back of the end zone. Yeah, and they missed a 41-yard field goal as well. That's yes. 10 points on the board. That the Raiders kind of played like the Bears have in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They didn't play good today. And look, you, you can talk about a lot of things, right? You can talk about yeah. an early start coming from Las Vegas and the, the time difference and. But you got to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Devontae Adams, you don't expect him to drop that ball. That was a beautiful no. route. That's yeah. what he's known for, right? His footwork yeah. and his route running. And, and, and he, you know, he had Stevenson beat pretty bad. Pretty good ball by Hoyer there, and, and he just drops it. And then why McDaniels kicks the field goal, I'll never know, right? But I'm glad they had a bad day. I'm glad mm-hmm. they had a bad day today. And, and like, like, like when we talk about Bajan and his moxie, uh, how about when he, he runs for a first down and tries to get the crowd going? That's an understanding oh, that you're at home. Yeah. Let me Did get this like crowd that? pumped up, man. I got 53 people in the stands. My family's all here. Let me yes. get everybody going. So his understanding of the moment uh, I thought was critical too. I, I thought that was great. I really do. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, he felt it. He got the first down. And, uh, you know, it was funny because, you know, that that's – on their way to scoring, right? They mm-hmm. were not at that point ahead. And he was he was kind of – I don't know if that's moxie or confidence uh, or uh, how you describe that. That's not poise. That's like, come on, get on board. 
I, 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 literally, I got wide-eyed, and I literally said inside my head, okay, kid, what do you got? You know, if you're right. going to go out there and do that, you prove it. Be, yeah, and and, and he, did. He, he did. He played yeah. a very solid game. And I, so in the end, I liked it. But if he went out there and stunk it up afterwards, I would have been questioning <laughs> that. But that's what a win does, man. It, it, it makes you and, feel a lot better hey, Pat, about all the bad stuff that Hope happened. Park now. Pat, don't go away from Hope Park. <laughs> okay, stay with it. Hey, but, you know, right after that, we talked about Foreman's game, right, Mullen? You talked about this was yeah. the Foreman game. And right yeah. after he does that, Bajan does that. Um, Foreman runs over to safety apps, oh, right? Yeah. And just that is just like, man, at Soldier Field, that's the way it goes. Uh, that's what you want to see. I mean, that's what that they got the team going there. And like Pat is saying, at one point you just knew, like, uh, uh, this game is in the bag, no matter what mm-hmm. the score is. Right. Yeah. Dante Foreman, I would like to get a, like a statistic on how many tackles he broke, because. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I don't watch enough Raiders football to know this. Are they a bunch of arm tacklers? They did not. I mean, he was there were like five or six guys on a play that were grabbing at him, and he was pulling out of tackles and running people over. And he had a hell of an outing, man. There, that, that, a lot of those tackles are he was running dudes over. They just yes. weren't arm tackles. Mm-hmm. And we had a texture here earlier that says, why was Deontay Foreman inactive for all those games? This is a good problem for the Bears. Right. They have a running back problem. Who do you play? They were real high on Roshan Johnson. Khalil Herbert was having a nice season. Now you have this guy running the way he has. You know, it's, it's a one win and we're excited, but these are the problems good teams have. Who do you give the ball to? You know, now you have a depth issue. Great. In a, in a good way, I'm talking about. Yeah, and, and uh, the Roshan Johnson problem is interesting too, right? I mean, I hope he's okay. So, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, it's good yes. to have a running back like Foreman. Uh, in the backfield, Darrington Evans ran well too, right? Uh, yeah. So the the offensive line, a lot of credit, and and they were attacking the edges of that Raiders defense. Maybe Pat, uh, sometimes you turn a film on, and you're just like, man, I'm gonna watch Max Crosby. Maybe we should have watched the secondary, right? And I know they had a yeah. couple guys out yeah. uh, today. You know, the uh, I think Nate Hobbs was out, mm-hmm. uh, Illinois product, but uh, they 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 just the Raiders did not play good football today. Uh, when you talked about, we talk about the Bears when you turn the film on. Uh, you know, weeks ago, uh, gosh, that defense, uh, uh, that offense, the way they're blocking, you know, Chase Claypool, they have a culture problem, right? We talked about that. Yes. The Raiders, when they turn this film on, they're going to wonder what kind of problem they got. But but, but you have to make people arm tackle you, right? And I don't want to mm-hmm. take credit from the Bears with how physical uh, a brand of football they came out and played today. Uh, they put on film what you want to put on film. The film is your resume. Foreman knew he got a chance. Uh, he went out there. He ran damn hard. He ran good. Uh, the offensive line played good. Uh, credit the tight ends, Lewis and Cole Komet for blocking on the edges. It was a right. fun football game to watch. Oli, you know what I used to love, Molly, real quick? Yep. Monday mornings, games after that, because I got to sit in your guys' O-line rooms. Could not <laughs> wait for Monday morning meetings. Uh, All those were fun. All those were just <laughs> after games like that. Those were a lot of fun. Wait, you know, I mean, the extraordinary thing is that they scored 30 points and it did not feel like they had any, like, really explosive plays. They had more, like, blow guys up plays than, you know, mm-hmm. kind of down the field, big yard plays. It was just, it was this kind of, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they that, that uh, Dante Foreman, I, 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 I did not expect that performance from him. And it was, it was very impressive. And I'll tell you what. You don't really need short yardage when you got a guy like that that can can absolutely ruin guys running through holes, non-holes. Yeah, and as you see at the end of the game, though, Molly, right, like uh, it takes a special kind of durability to play that yes. brand of football in the NFL. So hopefully he comes back, gets his back healthy because the Bears are going to need that every week, right? You need that kind of effort in the NFL every week, and this is what the Chicago Bears have to start to learn, right? Like, like they went to the commanders, came out, didn't look good against the Vikings, came back, looked good against the Raiders with different players, right? With with a totally different group on the yep. field. So now we got to see these guys be consistent, put these games, credit to a guy like Darnell Wright, right? Uh, uh, beat up during the week, came out, yes. played a good football game against Max Crosby. I told you guys, I would be watching him. He played mm-hmm. a good game, right? He showed you that he could be a pro. That Because like, as you know, Pat, anybody can play healthy in the NFL. That's not what it's about. Right, anybody can play week one. Can you play week eight, week nine, week ten? Credit to the young rookie. 
for, for realizing to go out there and he has to play with his teammates, play with his team. His, uh, Pat said his third right guard next to him. Pat, maybe, maybe we're watching now. We've been talking about who are the leaders on this team. Maybe we're watching a young guy become mm-hmm. a leader, the kind of leader this locker room needs for the Chicago Bears. Yeah. All right, we've got to take a quick timeout. We'll be back. 312-644-6767. That is the telephone number. You're listening to the Great Clips postgame show that's presented by Tullamore Dew on Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 to score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips is going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. On first down, Hoyer under pressure, down he goes. Justin Jones with his first sack of the year. Oh, and they're going to have... Mayer almost wide open to the left side of the screen. And they're basically making a 5-0 call. So essentially, these offensive linemen know it's one-on-one across the board, and Jacobs is going to have to help. Unfortunately, he got matched up with a guy who's in a different weight class, a little bigger than him. But they had Mayer running deep down the field on a deep crosser that was going to spring open potentially for a huge gain that they desperately need. Great rush by the Bears. It is the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew, and that's your hit of the game. That uh, maybe the hit on the on the running back to get to the quarterback, but that is sponsored by Est Wing Professional Tools, made in the USA for 100 years. Estwing.com. Great stuff there, and so many good plays, so much. Uh, uh, real good contribution from the secondary, from the linebackers, the, the defensive line, for God's sake, and uh, and obviously the offensive line dominant and the running game, and uh, and you got to feel good about uh, a couple of the throws to the wide receivers and Tyson Bajan protecting the ball, and just a really good day all the way around, a wonderful victory for the Bears, fellas. Yeah, yeah was. I think the thing you can say about Bajan, Pat, is uh, there's a saying in football, right? They say, don't miss the layups. Yep. He doesn't miss the layups, <laughs> right? He doesn't miss. Uh, there was a first and 10 in the game. It was just a quick out to Mooney, uh, and he hit it, right? It doesn't look like much, but in this Bears offense, it's something we've seen them struggle with, right? Uh, uh, just making the easy look easy, right? Just do the things that look easy, the things that are there that are open, if the guy is open, he's your first read. Just throw him the ball. So now we're on schedule. Now we're moving the sticks. And I think you saw that today with the way the Bears moved, the, you know, had those long drives, and they they basically own the time of possession in this game, Pat. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's the big key. And then you're right, Bajan, he didn't miss the layups. And by the way, Bob Wiley used to say that the best and say it all the time. But, um, 
Uh, yeah, he didn't. And then he was also timely in some of the scrambles. Then he have that big scramble for a first down on third or second mm-hmm. and, and longish or whatever it was. And uh, he just, again, we talked about it earlier. He looked very comfortable. He just looked like it, you know, took what he took what it was there, but he just looked comfortable and commanding the game, commanding the huddle, the pre-snap, all that kind of stuff. And it was impressive. Um, yeah, second 11. I'm actually watching it right here. Second 11, he had a nice scramble on second down to get out of the pocket. And he, he took what was in front of him. And that's just a perfect example of how he managed the game. And he did it very, very well. 312-644-6767 is the telephone number. Calvin is in Chicago Heights. Hey, Calvin. Yes, uh, I had to call in because I think you guys need to slow down a little bit with the Bajan stuff. Come on now. He played well. Yep. He managed the game. But is there a, co- a quarterback controversy? Really? Come on, give me a break. The guy was never even drafted. You guys are going over the hill like this guy is, oh, he, he got rid of the ball quickly. He went through his reads. I mean, come on, guys. Don't, don't go overboard with this guy. Come on now. Calvin, it's our first win since September 25th. I'm going to go overboard. You're going to have to give me. You're going to have to give me a little leeway here. Yeah. And also, guys, how many times have you seen a guy like him come into this position and struggle? I mean, oh, yeah. we had a Henry Burris on in the yeah. pregame. Granted, it was a great call with him. He was very inter- uh, not. He was very informative, but he was entertaining. But he was going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's an that's an all-star defense. So that's a little different. Mm-hmm. But we've also played. Well, they talked about 29 different starting quarterbacks, and we've seen a lot of those guys walk in there and be overwhelmed. And that's what we were curious. Was he going to be overwhelmed? Or this was a victory. To me, this is a big victory for the way he just he managed the game. And that's what you expected, and that's what you hoped for, for him, for to be a successful game. That's why I'm excited. He did well, what – and, and Yeah. Go ahead, Pat. I'm sorry. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm just going to keep rambling because I, I was excited about him. <laughs> and, and he did with – like, give him the credit for this, Calvin, right, and, and for the callers is – what is your backup quarterback's responsibility? Because mm-hmm. there were we were talking about, man, how did he get elevated over Peterman in practice? What could they have saw right. that this guy all of a sudden is the backup quarterback, this undrafted free agent out of Shepherd College? Well, we saw that today, right? You, you, you got to give, as a backup quarterback, your number one job is to give your team a chance to win. And that's what he did today. Right, he went out there and he led his team to victory. He had a lot of help from the guys around him. But your job as a backup quarterback is to make sure that you don't come in there and lose the game. And he didn't lose the game. So he took his first step to maybe other things. Yeah. yeah. And then we also we said this too about Ryan Poles, right? If Justin Fields continues or doesn't play well and become your franchise guy, do you trust Ryan Poles in being able to evaluate a quarterback? Okay, I'm going to go overboard. It's, I'm not going to go overboard. It's one game. But yeah. listen, mm-hmm. they found this kid from Shepard, and he came in and won an NFL game in his first NFL start. So, okay, well, I gave Eberflus credit for the last three weeks with his defense, and I've been hard on him. I've been on hard on Ryan Poles about his evaluation of some different guys and positions. I've got to give him credit right now. Maybe he does know how to evaluate a quarterback. He picked this guy off the, not the, basically off the street in Division Two, and he went in and won an NFL game. Yeah, you know, say what you want about this kid, but it took a lot of guts to pick him to make the team over P.J. Walker. You know, they Mm -hmm. go out and they sign him and they give him $2 million, right? And this kid, that was the joke on the pregame. He bought, what did you say, only 53 tickets? And and he probably, that was his, you know, his season salary went to get 53 tickets, for God's (laughs) sake. Um, You know, it's, it's extraordinary and I don't care if he wasn't drafted. There are tons of guys. There are Hall yep. of Fame guys, John Randall, who were not drafted. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony Romo had a career. He wasn't drafted. That that it, Once you get there, it's what you do with the opportunity. And he did well today with that opportunity. Yes, he did. Bottom line. Yeah, he really did. And he really was impressive out there. And, and, and I know what Calvin is saying, and, and no one is saying this kid should be the starting quarterback right. uh, for the Chicago Bears by any means. Uh, but like we talked about, he did his job today. He did more than anybody thought an undrafted free agent rookie would do, uh, uh, earning, this, uh, earning this opportunity and then executing once you get your shot. This is by no means the fact, like we're saying, that he's going to be guaranteed successful, but... 
Pat, he did take his first step today yes, he did. To, to maybe becoming a starting quarterback in the NFL. Okay, here, here's a perfect world, right? Perfect world. Justin Fields comes back, lights it up, proves he's a, the quarterback of the future. Now what do you have? You have a backup. You know what? And you have a backup who's quality because Justin Fields is a guy that's going to get hurt. He's proven that. So if Justin Fields does become your, your franchise guy, yeah. then now you have a backup quarterback on a cheap contract for the next four years. If you pay that guy, they can come in and win a game if Justin Fields does get hurt. And as you say, yeah, he and, piqued and, everyone's and, interest. So that's, yep, that's something. He did. And, and Mully, let, let's go through the whole, the whole quarterback scenario we had, right? Remember the name P.J. Walker, right? right. Remember the offseason. Right. Right, and, and, and they kept they kept Peterman and Bajan because Bajan outplayed Walker in the preseason. So remember how many steps this kid is taking to get mm-hmm. to today. Well, he's been impressive along the way. They, they gave P.J. Walker money to be Fields' backup. Credit to them for saying, no, these guys are better. You're not playing well. We're going with this guy. And for one day in Chicago, uh, the backup quarterback, it <laughs> looks like the guy they picked, the guy they elevated, was the right decision. Bears make right decision. That's a hell of a headline. The uh, the great, it's not one you read often. It's the Great Clips post-game show, 312-644-6767. The Great Clips post-game show presented by Tullamore Dew. We'll be right back here on The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.